You're listening to Journeys, a bite-sized podcast produced by Kama DC. Kama is a nonprofit giving a platform to immigrants and refugees in the DMV area to share their stories, skills, and ideas. I'm your host, Ben Jaffe, and today's guest is Anna G. Anna is a security professional and also a podcast host of the Immigrant Scared podcast. On her podcast, Anna provides a safe space for immigrants and refugees to share their journeys, struggles, successes, and advice for other immigrants. So I'm Anna, and I live in the Washington, D.C. area for the past 20 years. Um, I immigrated twice in my life, and it's been quite an interesting journey, which led me to start a podcast of my own, talking about immigration stories and struggles. And what was kind of your... Uh, experience moving around while growing up? So it was interesting. I was born in the Ukraine. And then when I was two, uh, my family immigrated to Israel. And I kind of had a little bit of challenges with some bullying. Um, At that time, there was a big immigration coming from the former Soviet republics in 1990 after the Soviet Union broke apart. And there was uh, a lot of these immigrants coming to Israel where the local community uh, was majority of them were comprised of people who've been there for a while, were either born there or were immigrants or children of immigrants from the Middle East. So there was a little bit of that cultural clash, even though everybody shared sort of the same religion, Judaism, and kind of the the language. But um, I struggled between, I mean, I was very young, but I struggled between being part of this Israeli community and culture and music, cuisine, traditions, while still at home maintaining the sort of former Soviet Union, Ukrainian Republic culture with my parents, the language at home, listening to music, the traditions, some holidays that were not really celebrated in the uh, community in Israel, such as like New Year's. So like December 31st in the former Soviet Union, it was not a religious holiday. It was actually just a cultural holiday where everybody got together for a dinner and celebrated. And a lot of my classmates back then in Israel perceived it as it's a Christian holiday and why are you celebrating it? So that's kind of the uh, experience there, but things were very different when I came to the US. So when I came to the US, I came to the DC area in high school and I came to a high school where there was a lot of different cultures. The majority of the people who attended the high school, either their parents worked in local embassies or some kind of exchange programs. So there was this mix of cultures and everybody was very proud of their culture. And that kind of sparked that in me, the interest in cross-cultural communication and just being, you know, the question of being proud of where you're from while still assimilating into the community. How did you identify yourself during this time as you, you know, had roots in Ukraine, then were in Israel growing up and then moved to DC? So... In Israel, when I was growing up, people always had that idea of like, everybody who came from the former Soviet Union, you're just Russian, regardless of the fact that there were a lot of different Soviet republics. So in Israel, they would say, hey, go back to Russia or things like that when when I was bullied. And then when I came to the US, because I was only two when I left Ukraine and, and in Israel, I spent like 13 years of my life, I identified as Israeli. So when anybody asked me, you know, in high school, like, where are you from? Or like, who are you? And I'm like, well, I'm Israeli. And I came to the US. And then later, as I grew older, I kind of 
started explaining to people a little bit more the concept of my answer is not quick, just like this is where I'm from or this is who I am. It's, it's a little more complex. So I started kind of getting a little more comfortable with the fact that you can be a lot of different things. You don't have to be one thing. And what is your, I guess, answer now when people ask, do you focus more on one area than the other? My answer is, is always how much time do you have? <laughs> because <laughs> people ask Fair. and they, a lot of times are looking for a quick reply. So, I mean, it, it is complicated. And those who want to listen, I, I tell the story and if not, then I'm multicultural, <laughs> like a lot of people in the DC area. How did, so you mentioned uh, when you moved to DC that you, it really ignited this passion by being in such a culturally diverse area. How did you decide to take that forward into your current podcast work? Even though I didn't experience, so to speak, bullying here because of my culture identity, I did as I grew older and, and after college started, you know, to be in, in kind of the work environment, I did experience issues with different bosses with like writing or accent or people thought it was cute or funny to make fun of how I pronounce certain things or mispronounce uh, for the, that matter. And I uh, struggled with accent quite a bit, especially with like presenting like at work or even in college. Uh, and I uh, was fortunate enough a few years ago to be invited to a diversity and inclusion panel where I presented on the idea that diversity and inclusion is not only the things that are very obvious to the eye. Sometimes it's not until you open your mouth that you see that or hear that, I guess. And, and the diversity and inclusion that we try to foster in our work environment and our communities I think has to also address the struggles that immigrants have, especially when it comes to accent. So when I presented on that and, and I had a couple of people from the audience um, come up to me after that and kind of identify with, with what I said, I started you know, thinking about the idea of what can I do to help people tell their stories and feel like they're not alone. So I came up with the idea of the podcast, my podcast launch and, um, January of 2022. And I, in every episode, I interview immigrants, children of immigrants, refugees to talk about the different struggles they've had, their successes, kind of give advice to each other. And through this storytelling, it was very therapeutic for me, like in episode number one, to tell my story. And then just the more I interview people and we have these conversations, the more, you know, they feel like they're not alone. And it's, it's a therapeutic experience for everybody and recently I started also interviewing and including organizations like your organization that are working to help these um, immigrants and refugees in the especially in the DC area. As a person who clearly also works on a podcast <laughs> on a similar subject from all the interviews you've done focused on immigrants children immigrants what do you think is maybe one of the biggest lessons that you've kind of taken away from these interviews what would you really want to tell people who are just moving for the first time, uh, new immigrants to the area or refugees who have had to come here? Yeah, I think that the common theme that came from um, immigrants, children of immigrants and refugees is the fact that just knowing that you're not alone in this and also 
being very resilient. I think a lot of people just, once they start telling their story, they realize how much they've actually been through. Um, so just not giving up and, and being very confident and resilient. And as cliche as it sounds, knowing that there is light at the end of the tunnel. And another thing is just not forgetting where you came from because what things that we think that are our weaknesses are actually unique things that can be turned into strengths and helping us to unlock a potential that we have, which makes us very different from other people who haven't been through immigration struggles. How did you maintain your culture to work in while you were integrated into the communities you lived in? Through different um, avenues, I guess. It's the music I listen to, the people that are have a similar culture as mine that I still try to keep in touch with while still making the effort to meet people from other cultures and learning about other cultures. Um, I really love to connect with people through food. And I think that cooking and teaching people about your cuisine and then learning about theirs is really fascinating to me. I think you and I talked about it before, like the question of where you're from sometimes can sound very offensive to some people and can be perceived as a microaggression. But I think that it's really important that we look at the context in which this question is asked. Because for me, being in the DC area that is so diverse, it's genuinely my interest of like, I want to learn more about you, not because I perceive you as different, because I'm different too. So I think it's important for immigrants and refugees to be proud to kind of showcase their their culture. As a person who grew up here, I also kind of was able to build that love just from being in such a diverse area. So I really understand that. Is there anything else kind of major you'd want to say to those who um, were either immigrants or refugees moving here, or also to locals who and how they can uh, help people who are trying to integrate into a new home? Yeah, I think for locals, I mean, if you also listen to one of my latest episodes with uh, Welcome Dot US, there's a lot to learn there about being a welcomer to the newcomers. And I think for the locals, it's just one message I can leave people with is don't think about, you know, politics or things like that, like where the person is from, look at it on a human level. Like this is your new neighbor, they're coming and you're gonna welcome them to your to your community and also have an open mind and think about what can you learn from them. Well, that was very well said, I would say. Well, thank you so much again for coming on. For all those listening, highly recommend Anna's podcast. It is really interesting and very complimentary to ours too. Um, so thank you. Thank you, I appreciate the opportunity to collaborate. A big thank you again to Anna for joining us and a big thank you to our listeners for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with your friends and family and stay tuned for our next conversation next week. If you are interested in being featured as a guest on Journeys, you can reach out to us at commadc.org or message us on Instagram at, at commadc. Take care, everyone.